Welcome to Houston Sports Talk with your host, Robert Land. Thanks for listening to the best Houston sports podcast. And joining me now is Jeff Fedoten, who covers the Kansas City Chiefs for the Believe Podcast Network, as we're just three days away from the Texas Chiefs AFC Division Round Tilt. Great to have you on the show, Jeff. Thanks for doing this. Hey, Robert. Thanks for having me. How different is this Chiefs team from the Kansas City team we saw three months ago? Because from everything that I'm seeing, it doesn't look like uh, we, we had the same team back in October. That's a great point, and part of that is just health. Chris Jones, who is arguably their best defensive player, didn't play. Uh, the Chiefs didn't record even one sack of Deshaun Watson, and they have a better chance of that with Chris Jones in the lineup. Anthony Hitchens uh, was not in there. Sammy Watkins didn't play. And Eric Fisher, who's a pretty good left tackle and actually has some history against J.J. Uh, Watt that they – uh, both went to school at the same place for a while, and they have a little bit of a rivalry. So, yeah, the, part of it was just the guys missing, and part of it, the defense uh, has gotten better, for sure. How big was the loss of Juan Thornhill? You you lost your starting safety the last game of the season. Uh, that's definitely something to watch. It's a, a big loss. He had really come into his own. He had uh, played every game. He had three interceptions. Uh, something interesting to watch, Robert, is uh, so they're going to use a couple things. The Chiefs play a lot of three safety alignments. Uh, one of the things they might do is uh, Armani Watts played a lot in the last uh, regular season game against the Chargers. We'll see some time. They've also um, Fuller, Kendall Fuller, who was their best corner last, last year, has been playing more safety, and they've been using him as a safety. Uh, but that is something to watch. It's a concern, and I'm, I'm curious if that's something the uh, – Texans can exploit. They uh, Their safeties had been a strength. Uh, Matthew has been great for the Chiefs. I know you guys know all about him. Uh, and then Thornhill was a nice compliment. So definitely uh, an area of concern for the Chiefs. What's the Chiefs' biggest weakness defensively? Is it their susceptibility to the run? Because the, the Texans were able to run on them a lot in, the, in that first game. Totally. I mean, I think that's still an issue. They've short uh, – the run game – a run defense has been better um, toward the end of the season, but part of that uh, also because the teams they played uh, weren't running as effectively, didn't have as good a running games to challenge them. I think that's an issue. I really, the weakness of the Chiefs defense is their linebacking core. Uh, so whether that's versus the run, that's still an issue. I'm sure the Texans will try and dominate time of position as they did in the first game. The other thing is they're still very vulnerable to screen passes. Just the linebackers aren't great. I could see a lot of screens the Texans using using or short dump offs, Duke Johnson to just uh, work those edge guys. Um, Anthony Hitchens isn't great. Uh, Reggie Ragland is really good versus the run, but can and he helped shore up the, those problems against run but he can be exposed uh in the passing game how do you see this texans team from your perspective i mean what's the conversation among chiefs followers and fans you know the chiefs the chiefs are are, are fans seem to be a little bit overly confident to be honest they're like you know oh that was a lot that game was a long time ago we were all hurt and stuff uh the, the way i see it though um i like the chiefs in this game it, it's so tough to beat a team uh twice especially in arrowhead but I watching it, watching the Texans personally, I am so impressed by Deshaun Watson. And whatever happens, uh, he's not going to go down without a fight. Uh, he can come back from any deficit. He came back from 17-3 against the Chiefs. 
came back, obviously, 16 nothing uh, against the Bills. And I think that he's such a competitive fighter. And, yeah, he's totally a team guy. I'm sure he has a little bit of an edge on uh, – or a little chip on his shoulder, a little bit. Everyone talks about Mahomes, the same dra- draft class. You know, I think he could one up. So I, I think – I think the Chiefs are a better team. Watson is so scary, though. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned, you know, Watson and Mahomes, same draft class. We could be seeing this matchup for years to come. Did you realize they were only born three days apart? <laughs> that's how close they are. I that's Wow, that's crazy. Just another aspect of uh, how kind of the changing of the guard and the new rivalry. I didn't realize that they were so that close in age. But, yeah, very cool. Does Mahomes have a weakness? <laughs> Great question. Um, if he does – not really. Uh, he can still sometimes force things a little too much. Uh, sometimes he has such a good arm that he'll he'll his footwork will get a little sloppy. Uh, and I also think this isn't really a weakness in Mahomes. The Chiefs' offensive line very good on the perimeter. The interior is not great, so if you you can guide pressure him, but so yeah, that's a couple a couple weaknesses. But we're really nitpicking <laughs> on Mahomes. What did you think? You, I'm sure you watched the, the Texans last week. Did, did you see J.J. Watt, the J.J. Watt that you're used to seeing, the one that uh, causes a lot of issues? And, and, and how prepared are the Chiefs for, for handling him from what they've seen this year? He obviously got the sack. He seemed like he played a lot. So he, he seemed like he was a fe- an effective player, a good player, but not quite the J.J. Watt uh, of uh, that we're used to, the three-time defensive player, but still a threat. And as far as how they're using again, the Eric Fisher matchup is really interesting. Um, he started out, you know, the, the Central Michigan connection where Watt started out, uh, so they've faced each other and, and battled a lot. So that, that's going to be um, an interesting matchup for sure. Robert, you know, I have, by the way, I've been mean to ask you one question uh, here is that We've the turnaround of the defense is such a storyline for the Chiefs, uh, and a big part of that is Tyran Matthew, who they're really just enamored with. Uh, he's as far as a leader, as far as a playmaker. I could, could the Texans just not afford him? Was that why he wasn't back with you guys? I, I guess that was the case. It's funny because I, I think Tyron Matthew and, and you guys have realized this great locker room guy, great presence, uh-huh. great, great leadership, all, all of that stuff. The one thing that I saw with Matthew though was physically there. There's some things that that he he just can't do all that well. I don't know how great a fit he was in the Texan scheme as well. So that might have played a little bit of part in, in, in why he, he's not back. But it's hard to say. I mean, the Texans are so closed mouth about a lot of the stuff that right. they're doing. You you don't know why they're doing things unless they leak it to Ian Rappaport. We have no, no, no idea. <laughs> yeah, he obviously is a, a very small guy. He plays bigger than his size, but he is very small. So I, I could see how that would be uh, problematic. But, yeah, not only has he been a great locker room guy, he's been great on the field uh, for the Chiefs too. Uh, really probably, you know, th- their defense has three major guys. Chris Jones, who missed that first game. Uh, Frank Clark, who uh, missed a couple games and was – uh, he played against the Texans, but he was he was bothered by a neck, shoulder, uh, nerve injury. Um, and then Matthew has really been the key on the back end. We've been pretty happy with Carlos Hyde. What are the early returns on Martinez ranking there? Yeah, that was interesting. Hyde, Hyde played like a guy who had, you know, then it was a revenge game. He just destroyed the Chiefs. Uh, it was a big part of 
the Texans dominating the time of possession. Uh, Rankin actually started some games with showing some hope. The Chiefs had a lot of um, in, uh, injuries along the offensive line. Rankin is now out for the year uh, with a leg injury. Uh, but he did, you know, like I said, he started games. So for a guy, I always liked Carlos Hyde, but he was not going to make the Chiefs roster um, at, at the running back position. So for them to get some a guy who could even play a little bit um, and, and start some games, probably a good trade. But, you know, I, I, I think what I mean, Hyde's had a great year. So that looks like a much better trade for the Texans for sure. Yeah, Rankin is the same thing. He, he wasn't going to make the Texans roster. So to, right. to get somebody right. that could do something and, 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 and Hyde's been fantastic. Although the running game hasn't been good the last few weeks, I think part of that is the absence of Titus Howard. Howard wasn't the same after injury earlier in the year. He came back. He he played okay, but then they just uh, finally shut him down. He, he's out for the year. I, I want to ask you about also game time temperature. What is it going to be, 25 degrees? <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's been such a uh, – uh, in Kansas City, it's been a very mild winter. Uh, but yeah, it's actually supposed to be a little cold. Um, and you know, actually, I think that I think any the more bad weather there is, I think that favors the Texans. I know it's obviously getting warmer in Houston, but like you know, if anything to kind of Mahomes obviously the snow is Mahomes is showing he's very good in the snow. But if you have more of a anything to slow the game down and where you're emphasizing the run and uh, you know that benefits the Texans. Yeah, I was going to ask you that if it, if you think it plays a part and helping either team. I kind of felt like, yeah, I, I felt crazy myself saying it, but the funny thing is the Texans over the years have really played well in cold weather. It makes no sense, but uh-huh. you know, these guys are obviously they've, they've played it cold weather for other teams sometimes, or they play for their colleges and that kind of thing. Totally. And if it does snow, um, Mahomes is weirdly, he has only played in like a couple snow games. I think the uh, Colts, Playoff game last year might have been the first one, but he he was saying how comfortable he was in it and how much he actually kind of enjoyed it. So I think, uh, you know, cold, sloppy conditions over the Texans snow, maybe that doesn't affect Mahomes. But anything to get it more of a, a running game, you know, the Chiefs run D still has question marks. Uh, the Texans destroyed them there and keeping Mahomes off the field. I think that benefits you guys and anything to kind of. I do think the Texans are are the underdogs, so anything to kind of make it a less balanced or to throw a you know kind of uh, something else uh, on the table there probably benefits you guys. Yeah, maybe anything to slow down Tyree Kill. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Uh, you know, I was trying to recall this. Now, if I'm right, Lonnie Johnson played uh, Kelsey a lot that first game. Is that is that what you recall? He, I, we thought he did a really good job against him. Yeah, um, exactly. I think, uh, and you mentioned Hill too. Hill had just come back. He still had a good game, caught that long touchdown pass. Yeah, I, I don't th- think Kelsey was that big a factor, um, but he's been very consistent uh, all year, so I expect him to be. Uh, he showed up kind of randomly on the injury report with like a slight knee injury. Uh, everyone's a little bit curious what that that is, but yeah, I, I expect him. He's been he's actually been with, you know, he'll miss the games because the uh, injury and, and um, a lot of their other receivers walk-ins missed the previous game. Kelsey has been their most consistent target. So um, yeah, I, I would expect him to be uh, targeted a lot. 
Who is the most valuable player with the Chiefs outside of Patrick Mahomes? Is it is it Kelsey or is it Hill? I, I think it's actually you no. Know, Kelsey is the most consistent. I think Hill is just such a matchup nightmare that I really think it's Hill. I, I think he's just really special. Um, yeah, I, I think his the, the crazy thing he's not only he's not just a speed guy. He's got good hands. He's you can hand off the ball to him. And, and like that that deep touchdown he scored against the Texans, I mean, he um, – it was a jump ball, and he's like 5'10", maybe even shorter. It was a jump ball, and he has such a vertical, he out uh, he outleapt the uh, the defensive back for it. So he's just – yeah, I, I think Hill is probably the, um, the second uh, most uh, uh, valuable guy. And, of course, it's a big drop-off from Mahomes. So. Right. It kind of reminds me of what Will Fuller means to the Texans because of his speed. I mean, it's, it's such a thing where it opens up the field so much, and, and, and we've seen it here. The point spread, is it still nine and a half? Is that right? Yeah, and I think that it's funny. I actually think that's a little bit high just because I, I, I expected the Chiefs to win. But, again, I, I'm so impressed with Deshaun Watson, and he is he's just a winner. I mean, he in college, he last second touchdown to Hunter Renfro to beat um, – beat Alabama I I can't like so I think he's going to keep coming back and I see it more of like a five-point margin than a, a 10 seems like a pretty high uh, spread to me yeah I don't know if there's any like national conversation on this one but uh have you heard about the Texans win-loss pattern this season they, they have a actual pattern right now going I no fill, fill me in on this Robert because I, I was not aware of this they've lost one and then one, two all season long. So it's lose one, win two. And if the pattern continues, they win this week and lose next week. I'm sure that scares the hell out of everybody. <laughs> what what an intro, what a bizarre uh, stat, you know? And I think the other stat too, I don't, I think the chiefs, I forget that. So the chiefs um, have not lost uh, two games to the same opponent at, at Arrowhead, maybe ever. If if not, it, it goes very far back. But uh, you know, because it's pretty unlikely they have to have a playoff team, a playoff game almost against the same team. Uh, but that's kind of an interesting stat. There is uh, to win at Arrowhead twice is is something that the Chiefs have been more vulnerable there than they usually than they usually are. Yeah, the the bookies are going to make a big deal of home field advantage, but it's weird to say I have more confidence in this Texans team on the road than at home. They played some of their worst football at home this year. The no-show against Denver, ugly loss to Carolina, ugly win against Jacksonville. On the road, not only did they beat the Chiefs, but they just beat the Titans in one of their best performances. And earlier this year, yeah, it was a loss to the Saints, but it was on the last play of the game. Right. Impressive performance on Monday Night Football. So uh, I just, it's just really impressive what the Texans uh, do on the road and they, they just seem more comfortable. And honestly, it's the opposite of Arrowhead where it's been dead, you know, at NRG stadium. So I think the Texans will be maybe even more fired up and more into the game from the beginning. And, and, and as you, you probably heard, it's one of the, one of the through lines with the Texans all year, they do not start games off. Well, the, 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 the game this past weekend was just very indicative. They, they, they mm -hmm. haven't scored a touchdown. I'll, I'm, try, I'm trying to think if they've even scored a point. I don't know if they've scored a point this year on the first drive. Wow. And, and you know, back in that uh, October match uh, where they won 31-24 against the Chiefs, they obviously were trailing 17-3 to before kicking it into Garrett. And, you know, when you said um, 
I think is, is an interesting point about home versus road. And that kind of, it, it goes across the NFL that this year, for some reason, uh, teams have had a lot of su- success on the road. You look at two of the, I, I think, best home field advantages, um, uh, the Seahawks, where they play, they've been better on the road, uh, far better on the road. I think they only have like one loss. And the Chiefs, similarly, they um, have been far better on the road than at home. And you, and you think of Arrowhead Stadium as a big. So it's kind of been across the board. Um, you know, you look at the Saints, they've had, uh, they just lost it at home, the Patriots too. So I, I'm thinking that home field advantage, not only um, for the Texans, but I think just across the board in the NFL, it might have uh less residents now. And I've said this before on, on our show, but I'll repeat it. I, I've been to a lot of football games at some different places. I've been to university of Tennessee with 115,000 or whatever that stadium holds. And I I've been to NFL games at, at different spots and definitely a lot of college football in the sec. The, there's no louder stadium that I've been to than Arrowhead. It, it's quite an atmosphere. Uh, it's so loud. It's a very fun atmosphere, which is the tailgating. Um, but yeah, they're they're amped. The city's really pumped up. They have uh, Chiefs paraphernalia, and buildings uh, are lit up throughout the city. They're they're making a so yeah, it's 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 going to be loud uh, for sure and a great atmosphere. But again, I'm not sure if that really faces the the Texans as we talked about. Yeah, I think I went. I think I've been Arrowhead twice, and the the two. Guys, the two key guys that I saw the two times that I went, I saw Bo Jackson in a Raiders uniform get booed by Chiefs fans, even though he was playing for the Royals <laughs> in, in baseball season. And that was fun. But it was fun to see Bo. It was awful because I went there. Not only was it about as cold. Well, it wasn't quite as cold as it's going to be on Sunday, I don't think. But it was freezing rain. So I, I was wearing a poncho and I think we left early to that game. I mean, it was, it was miserable. And the other time I was there, I remember the weather was, was really good. And the quarterback was Joe Montana. And that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, you saw some classic chiefs games and it doesn't get better than chiefs Raiders. Although the, the crowd's going to be pretty amped for, uh, for a, a, a playoff game uh, for sure. Any final thoughts, uh, matchups that you've thought about, prediction, just anything, last last thing? I, I think it just goes back to the – I think the key thing is the running game uh, and Carlos Hyde. Uh, that's what killed the Chiefs last go-round, and I think that's still – yeah, the, the Chiefs are better and stuff, but that was such, uh, such a beating. I mean, uh, the Texans had the ball almost 40 minutes uh, of the 60-minute game. That's just – Crazy. And if you guys do that, um, I think you will win. I, I I do like the Chiefs in this. I think they're just the better team, and they they're they're better than they were in that last matchup. But you know, Deshaun Watson never count him out, man. Looking forward to it. I went to Mizzou. I've got a ton of friends that are Chiefs fans, so uh, this one it, it should be fun for the the the, the maybe the post trash talk stuff. And but you know, the big thing is. Seeing Mahomes against Watson, and maybe this is the start of, like I said, this is could be a Manning-Brady thing over the years, and, and I really hope it's going to be. And, and by the way, uh, before I leave, I, I want to remind everybody, you're with the Believe podcast. It's B-L-E-A-V. You can get that in all the regular places you can find podcasts, I assume? 
Yeah, and one thing I want to add, so it's, yeah, believe in, in Chiefs, you can get it all the places you normally get your podcast. You mentioned some of the games scenes, Joe Montana uh, in action for the Chiefs. Uh, I co-hosted with uh, Joe Valerio, the former uh, offensive lineman for the Chiefs, kind of known for he had a lot of tackle-eligible plays catching touchdown passes from Joe Montana. So we had a lot of fun on it. Oh, that's really cool. So, uh, yeah, if, if people want to find out what's going on, from the Chiefs' perspective, I'm sure you guys have been talking about that this week, right? A ton. Definitely, definitely, man. <laughs> and uh, your Twitter handle is what? It's at uh, J Fedotin, F-E-D-O-T-I-N. All right, fantastic. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks for taking the time, and uh, can't wait. My pleasure, Robert. You're listening to Houston Sports Talk. Don't forget to follow Houston Sports Talk on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, the Google Podcast app, or the Stitcher app. You can support us by giving us a five-star review on iTunes or by telling your friends about us. Spread the word, everybody. Thanks for listening. Touchdown!